I think it's a workplace Sunday, so uh, as we go, I'm going to invite, invite Martin to come along. It's one thing uh, for me, um, uh, thankfully I'm not preaching today, but Niels is who has worked a real job before. I've never worked a real job in my life, and so uh, I really need to make it as a pastor or else I have no, 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 no skill that I can fall back on. Um, but Martin has uh, worked um, in the secular world before. I mean, he has been working, and I thought it might be just good for you to hear about uh, his experience, what he's learned. And the theme uh, this today is work as an idol and how uh, work, even though it is a good thing. It is a gift that God has given us. Uh, sometimes we make it into an idol and how we ruin it. Um, so I thought maybe I could uh, ask uh, Martin a few questions. So Martin, could you give us your full name, how long you've been coming to our church, what you've been, you, what you've, uh, uh, what, what your work has been? Uh, so hi everyone. Uh, my name is Martin. Uh, full name, like passport name or? Um, <laughs> sure. uh, Martin Ken. Uh, uh, I've been coming to uh, Shatin Anglican Church since uh, towards the end of 2013, so about ha- uh, three and a half years. Um, I'm working, uh, uh, I'm running a tech startup in Hong Kong and China now, uh, but before that I was working as a lawyer in Hong Kong and Sydney. And your lovely wife Florence is and there, Florence, and yeah. you have Jasper, and Jasper you're pregnant in with the, the second playroom. baby. Congratulations. Oh yes, uh, second baby coming along, uh, should arrive in November. <laughs> Thank you. So, in your job, in your previous job, did you see people making work an idol? And why do you think it's e- so easy for uh, people to make work an idol in their lives? Yeah, I definitely see uh, people being consumed by work uh, in my previous career as a lawyer, uh, as a corporate lawyer in both Hong Kong and, and Sydney. Um, I think it's very easy to fall into this trap, and partly it's not your fault. The, the societal norms... Uh, the expectations of your colleagues and your family, everything propels you to act in a certain way. Um, and and when, when I first started working, uh, everyone around me was working 70, 80 hours per week on average. And it's very hard to go against that trend, go against that pattern, when, when the expectation for you is to do something similar. Uh, so the temptation to do that and to do that in the extreme uh, is, is very easy for, for you to fall into that trap. And as people work 70, 80 hours, uh, that seems crazy, but I know that's the norm for many uh, trainee lawyers and, and, and starting out. But um, how, does that, I mean, how does that affect people's lives as they, as, uh, so work as an idol is work becoming all-consuming thing. How, do, how did you see it affecting people's lives or maybe your life or the people's lives, um, people around you? Uh, so when work becomes the only thing that matters in your life, then everything else in your life suffers. So your relationship with God and with your family, uh, your health will deteriorate. So in my case, uh, 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 my relationship with Flo definitely took a hit uh, when I was fully occupied by work. And, and you were just, just married. I just married, married yeah. newly married. And even before I got married, when I was in Hong Kong working as a, 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 as a couple lawyer, um, and my health deteriorated. I, I had gout on my left left leg, and I attribute that to being overworked. And uh, partners that I used to work with in one partner I used to work with in Hong Kong, he suffered two heart attacks on the same day. And uh, and another partner that I worked directly under in Sydney, uh, he's now going through divorce uh, because of uh, extramarital affair. And I would attribute those uh, uh, incidents to uh, 
them being overworked and also having a skilled set of values brought on by the intense demands that they were facing in work. So you saw people working really hard and, and seeing negative effects of this sort of thing happening. And, but you were on the way. I mean, you were in that culture. You were working 70, 80 hours. Uh, but what shook you out of that sort of culture and what brought you out? Uh, so for me, uh, w- there were two occasions where I was feeling overwhelmed by work and I needed, and, and I was experiencing spiritual backlash. I was missing a lot of uh, Sunday worship sessions and also Bible study sessions. And uh, I needed guidance and directions. And, and what I did was I started praying. And this is something that I was taught by older Christians I met uh, in, in my workplace, uh, people that I look up to. And they taught me uh, how to pray. They told me that I should, um, I should ask for direction. And, and one person in particular uh, shared his uh, testimony with me. And he told me that he started praying for signs. Uh, when he was in, under a similar situation and God responded to his prayer. So I decided to pray in a similar manner. But what he told me was that um, you have to be humble. You have to lift yourself to God. Sometimes he may want you to stay and make work part of your ministry. So I took his advice and when I prayed, I asked for signs uh, to show me where God wants to take me and for doors to open and shut depending on which direction he wants me to go. And if it is his intention for me to stay, then I will humble myself and do so. So I started praying on, on those two occasions when I was working as a lawyer in Hong Kong and also as a lawyer in Sydney. And God was, after an extended period, not only praying by myself, but also my wife and people at, in my church, I was on the prayer list for my cell group. Uh, after an extended period, in, in Sydney it took a year before, before these signs really started appearing. But when they did, it, it, it helped me and Flo to understand which direction God want, wanted us to go. And that helped us shock us out of that situation. When you're talking about these sign, signs, uh, what, what are you talking about? How did God answer your prayers? So one, one, uh, on the occasion when I was in Sydney, uh, praying, being overworked, and uh, our, our relationship really suffered. And we, we had a we had very deep discussions and also prayers about the situation. Um, and then I, I had gout on my left leg and I couldn't walk over summer when I came back to Hong Kong. And this is after one year of prayer. And then what happened was uh, God started putting people around me at that time to tell me, and every one of them told me to move in a certain direction. And the theme was very consistent. At first, we, we weren't sure if the signs were clear, but after a while, it became apparent to us, and people we talked to told us, okay, I think you should look into this. So um, that propelled us to, to think and move in a certain direction and took us out of the system we were in. So, um, yeah, so negative effects, um, so like gout and, and the deteriorating relationship with uh, flow and um, also people pointing you and actually saying maybe you should think about doing something else and then um, th- so you, all of that um, took you out of your workplace yeah. and you've started your own business. And how long has the business been around? Um, my own business only started this year, so this four year. months. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, but last year you were in China, you started the business and you were determined to make that into, oh, sorry. I should say, uh, I know that not everybody could quit their job. Could you tell us, like, if, if you were in, if, if for people who are in similar situation, who are working a lot of hours, what kind of advice do you have um, for people in that situation? Uh, so first of all, I would encourage you to pray. Uh, so lift yourself up to God and let him decide what to do with you. I, I think the, for me, the best outcome came 
when I when I went through that process. And also, secondly, I would encourage you to speak to other Christians in your in your workplace or in your field of practice. Uh, for me, the advice I received from them was very valuable. They they put a different perspective on life and and also their experience to help them understand what it's like to be a Christian at work really helped me as a young Christian. And thirdly, I would encourage you to, to the extent you can, set some boundaries in your workplace. When I first came out of university and started working, I really had no boundaries. Work was my life, and that's why the relationship that I had with Flo suffered. Uh, but when you, when you set boundaries, um, you can allocate time to yourself and for God. It's easier said than done, I know, and you, that in some workplaces, the boundaries you can set may be less or more than others. Uh, but in my case, what I did was I, I had an understanding with my boss. By working harder on the other days of the week, I can, he, he will allow me to free up my time during Wednesday night to go to Bible study or on Sunday to, uh, to go and serve in the church. So this is something that I think everyone can try to do, but I understand it's hard for some, some of you. Yeah, so trying to draw, make some boundaries and make time for um, God. Uh, but you've left the job and uh, you've started your own business. Um, last year, um, you did something um, in the workplace to make a, the workplace a place of worship. Could you tell us what you did? Uh, so last year, I was working in China, in Shenzhen. And what I decided to do was to uh, form a Bible study group in my workplace. When I was working in Hong Kong and Sydney, I always had the opportunity to go to a Bible study either inside my workplace or in my area of practice. So uh, in Hong Kong, there's the Lawyer Christian Fellowship, the LCF, that I attended working as a lawyer in Hong Kong. And in Sydney, there was a Bible study inside the workplace called uh, SAL, So and Light. Uh, but in China, there was no such opportunity available to me. So I, but I decided to do something about it, and I prayed about it and received a lot of help and encouragement from uh, Christian friends I know in China. And I decided to set up a Bible study in my workplace. It was a bit unnerving for me at the start because I didn't feel like I was equipped to do something like that. Uh, but uh, because God used me as his vessel, I was able to do that. And throughout the course of one year, it really had a profound impact on the colleagues who came to the Bible study group. There were four people who came at the start, one dropped out, and three people stayed on for the rest of the year. And uh, one girl at the start, he was uh, wavering. He didn't know whether or not to uh, commit to the faith. But by the end of the year, uh, she was actively involved in her church doing ministry work, and she became really vocal as well. And the second girl who attended uh, also found a church in China. And that, that really gave me a lot of encouragement. So I would encourage you to do something similar if you can. Uh, it, it really will have an impact on your life as well. Thanks very much. I know that um, if he could do it in China, you could do it in Hong Kong. Um, and I was worried about getting kicked out from the country at one point, <laughs> but I, I decided to stick with it. So yeah, it doesn't have to be a Bible Bible study, but just getting together. I know uh, Mary started a, a prayer group um, in her work uh, workplace, and people just come come together every other week and to, to pray for the workplace, uh, to, to remind yourself this is a place of worship. But thank you so much for sharing your story, uh, you. Martin.